0: Hey Diego, have you ever heard of an ultra-low energy building?
1: Hmm, can't say that I have. Is that a real thing? Kinda sounds fake.
0: No, it's not fake. It's totally real and it's an efficient way for buildings to save energy and use renewable resources.
1: Huh, interesting. Why don't you tell me a little bit more about them?
0: I could, but I'm no expert on them. However, I know someone who's willing to talk to us more about energy-efficient buildings on today's podcast.
1: Welcome to the Community Resilience Podcast, where we discuss climate and social justice issues here in South Florida. My name is Diego Wall.
0: And I'm Maciel Leiva. Thank you for tuning in today. How's everything
1: going, Maciel? We are entering the holiday season now. Are you excited?
0: I am, Diego. It is my favorite time of the year, and I have to say the weather here in Miami these past few weeks has been delightful.
1: Oh, it's been perfect.
0: We have seen temperatures in the lower 70s and 60s. Personally I think 74 degrees is a comfortable temperature in my house and based on that I used to set my thermostat at 74 degrees, but now I have a few fans around the house which create a band of circulating air in this space and therefore I use significantly less energy than only using my AC system and it still gives me a cooler sensation.
1: Wow, that's smart, Maciel. I keep it at 70 in my house just to stay comfortable, but if my pocket's going to benefit from making this little move you're doing, I'm willing to go to Walmart and get a couple of fans, you know?
0: You might want to do that, Diego. And speaking of energy efficiency, I had the opportunity to talk to an expert in the topic of ultra-low energy buildings.
1: Oh, right. Who is it?
0: His name is Esber Andiroglu, and he's a professor at the University of Miami School of Architecture. He's a registered professional engineer and a LED AP accredited educator.
1: Wait, hold on. What does LED mean?
0: It stands for Leadership in Energy and Environmental Design. Got it. Why don't we talk to him right now? Esber, what can you tell us about what an ultra-low energy building is?
2: Really, a simple definition would be that It should produce all the energy needed for the functioning of the building through the renewable sources that are generated by the building. So whether that is done through PV panels or other renewable energy measures, such as wind turbines or whatever one might apply, the energy would be produced in the building and the demand, energy demand from the use and functioning of the building uh, should be met by that energy
1: source. Oh, okay. So it's a great way for residences and companies to save money on energy while being climate friendly. Are there any buildings or structures like that currently in Miami-Dade County?
2: Not at the moment. Uh, There are homes. I'm engaged in a project, for example, that aims to be a net zero energy single family home. Uh, So there are projects in the works. But we have buildings, like I'll give you a commercial building example. It's not a net zero building but it touches on some of the things we talked about. The high rise on Brickell Avenue, the Chase Bank building, has a smart electric network in the building.
1: All right, Mycel. So it seems like these buildings are a great idea in terms of design and purpose, but why aren't there any in Miami? Why is that the case? Are the upfront costs too expensive for developers or are the building codes
0: not updated yet? Diego, there are a few factors that come into play here when answering your question. And I honestly had the same question when I first heard of this type of buildings. So I reached out to Pete Quintela, who is the Senior Code Energy Officer in Miami-Dade County. He explained to me that at this time, the Florida Building Code does not require buildings to be built as ultra-low energy buildings. The building code is updated in three-year cycles. Modifications are submitted for the consideration of inclusion to the upcoming code to the Florida Building Commission, and code modifications can be submitted by anybody. That means that you, me, anyone can submit this modification request. Intent or justification for the change must be shown, and also you need to include a cost analysis. He also mentioned that in general, when it comes to building a more energy efficient structure, there are some higher upfront costs, which will provide energy savings for many years. But Esper knows more about this and can break it down to us. Esper, what are these upfront costs that Pete mentioned?
2: One may argue that these type of features may cost 10% more depending on how much you do.
1: Well, it seems that there are upfront costs to building these energy efficient structures, the benefits seem to outweigh the costs in the long run. It's like buying a tesla it may be a little bit more expensive to buy up front but in the long run i'm saving tons of money on gas all right so esper can you talk a little bit more about the benefits of these kinds of buildings
2: one benefit really is you would have access to more financial resources if you did this you are going to able to afford other things that normally you you may not be able to afford because it goes towards your energy use burden. So all of a sudden, this can offer some opportunities for financial rewards. If you are a business who is mindful about this, may all of a sudden find that this is giving me opportunities now to grow my business. I can hire an extra employee or I can do some marketing or I can integrate some amenities in my workplace that I wouldn't have otherwise been able to afford. So my employees are happy. Hmm,
1: I never thought about that. Those are really good points he brought up.
0: They're really good points. And also after learning about the upfront cost related to building this ultra low energy building and the benefits associated with it, it is only logical that not only Miami-Dade County, but also the entire U.S. starts moving in this direction since it is climate friendly, energy-efficient, and cost-effective in the long run. What do you think?
1: I believe so. If I owned a house or was a developer, I would want to invest in this opportunity. I'd be willing to pay the higher upfront costs so I can save money in the long run while feeling climate-friendly.
0: So the question becomes, what actions can be taken now that contribute to this transition?
2: You know, I really see education as the key. Incentives is very important. And governing bodies, responsibility in this, is really to be making the approval process easy, more incentivized to make this happen.
0: Well, Diego, after hearing what Esver had to say, it seems like the transition is going to happen, but not as fast as we would like it to happen.
1: Yes, I agree with you, Maciel. Also, because there are more factors to take into consideration. For example, when bringing these changes to property managers, resistance can occur due to the additional costs that tenants will have to incur to make these buildings more energy efficient.
0: But still, it is for a good cause and we all live on the same planet. So now is the time to take action and follow these steps towards a greener future. And starting with the ultra low energy building sounds like a great way to be energy efficient.
1: And it also starts with education. Learning about these processes and how to integrate them into our surroundings is a small but important step to a more climate resilient future.
0: Definitely, I totally agree with you on that one, Diego. Well, that's all the time we have for today, but I'm glad we were able to talk about this.
1: Yes, I learned about something that I've never heard about before. Thanks to you and Esper, I now have a better understanding on how developers should build more efficiently going forward.
0: I want to thank Esper for answering all of our questions today. It was great to hear from a real expert who knows a lot about sustainable infrastructure.
1: Thank you for tuning into the Community Resilience Podcast, Building Efficiently. We are your hosts, Diego and Maciel, and we will see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye.